reborn out of disaster, more survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Welcome to the Doom Patrol Podcast. I am your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are going to look at Doom Patrol number 36. Mm. From, when is it? September 1990. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It is Grant Morrison. Ooh, it's Kelly Jones. Kelly Jones. Oh, yeah, this is one of the few guest star issues. Yeah, yeah. I think there were only maybe four. Yeah, there can't be many. There's this one. There's the Ken Stacy one where again the street dreams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe somewhere in there, there's a Sean Phillips. That sounds right. Plus, I think episode. I think issue fifty had a bunch of guest artists as yeah. well. Oh yeah, for sure. Jamie Hewlett, uh, Rianne Hughes. Right. A couple others. Right. But not too many. Richard no. Case uh, took us almost the entire way through. Yeah, totally. He's a he is a workhorse. Mm-hmm. You don't see that so much anymore. I know it's too bad. I know. I always wonder what Richard Case is up to these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. It's funny. You see, you see these guys do these long runs on a book, and then no. and then they're gone. Yes. And. Who's it? Uh, Luke McDonald. They used to do suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was another one who did a huge, huge, huge run. And... Gone. Yep. Gone. Gone. Unfortunate. Really. Yeah. Nice work. yeah. There are some guys out there I would love to see back on a book regularly. Mm-hmm. Even just for you know an arc or whatever. Totally. Well, that's that's the way they do it right now, I guess. Arcs. Oh, that's true too. Short term, keep it moving, keep it, <laughs> mm-hmm. keep it fancy. Ah, oh, well. Yep. Ah, oh, well. Twenty years ago, it was completely different. That is true. Mm-hmm. The landscape has changed totally. Alrighty, so Doom Patrol thirty six. We have got. <laughs> looks like Alan Moore on the cover. It does kind of, but I think it's uh, <laughs> that's Flex Mantello. Oh, yeah. Or it turns out to be. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. yet, but he will be. He will be. <laughs> right now, he's Mr. Arms on the table. Totally. <laughs> Getting Looking to arm wrestle people. That's right. Little Stallone over the top action. That's right. A little skeleton hanging on him there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Alrighty. Let us dive in to Box of Delights. Ah, yes. So we got this big cube floating somewhere with all these question marks around it. It is the delirium box. And the questions are, who knows the secret? Is it a cube? Is it a corner? (laughs) Who knows? And then we flash on to the Doom Patrol in, in their little town. They're getting out of a taxi. Or, yeah, they're getting out. That's what I like about them in this in this incarnation. They got no, you know, they don't have a jet or nothing. They just sort of 
That's so right. We catch cab. We go downtown and see what's going on. Totally, no doommobile. <laughs> it's all public transport and and keeping the taxi drivers employed gainfully. That's right. See, they're good for their their local communities. That's right. They're totally good. They've learned some stuff. Being the freaks and being the the ones that are always kicked around. You want to keep the community on your side. So, you know, keep the taxi drivers happy. That's right. <laughs> Alrighty. So they get downtown and Cliff is like, you can keep the change, buddy. Buy yourself some breaks. So uh, where's the disturbance? And then, of course, he looks down the street. Not too hard to tell <laughs> what the disturbance is. It is crazy. We've got Danny there. We see a vision of Danny the street there, and there's flames in the street, and Christmas ornaments all over the place, and smoke, and craziness. It's wild. Yeah. Chaos. <laughs> Utter cacophony. Totally. Like Christmas with the in-laws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty, and so uh, the police officer wanders by, and he's like, I hope you guys are superheroes, because we're out of our depth here. I mean, this street's not even on the map. <laughs> Cliff's like, don't worry about it. All I want to know is, whose side are we on? <laughs> yeah. And we've got the uh, men from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Taking, taking fists to folks. Ah, normality. Only when harmful elements removed entirely. So they are... Removing the harmful things. Getting well, rid of them. them. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anything weirder than me, I guess, is the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's the yardstick by which they're measured there. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Cliff gets zapped, and he's like, well, that answers my question. I know which side I'm on. And he grabs a sewer cover and hurls it at one of the uh, nowhere guys, and it plonks him into the fence. And they are a little shocked. They're asking for advice. They're asking for orders from their their big boss. Need orders, warning hazard, expedient response expected. <laughs> and their boss, what's his name? I have forgotten. It's like Jones or something. Yeah, it? Mr. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very normal, very 50s. <laughs> He's like, don't panic, fellas. I'm right here with you. Something wrong, honey? Asks his little wife with her googly eyes boiling around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it looks like... It's all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it looks like the Doom Patrol has turned up. They were going to be my next target. The men from nowhere haven't been prepared for this. And uh, they, of course, are not prepared. Well, is that Rebus? Must be. Rebus comes shooting through them <laughs> and cuts them in two. Ouch. Ouch, ouch. So. That's never good. Never good. You've got. It definitely puts a uh, crimp in your dancing step. Yeah, if your head is lying in the gutters there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sarah, Danny's little friend, comes up to Cliff and she's like, stop them. You have to stop them. They're trying to kill Danny. And Cliff just is like, Danny? Who's Danny? And she's like, she explains, Danny is the street. He can't take much more of this. It'll take him ages to grow new windows. And Rebus is right in tune there. He's like, the street itself is sentient. Cliff, it can think and move. These creatures, these empty men, intend to destroy it. Okay, I can deal with that, says Cliff. 
That, yeah, whatever. That's right. That I can hang with. Just tell me one thing. Who the hell are you? I'm Sarah Furness. I... Oh, no, no, leave him alone. And she goes running over to one of the men from nowhere who's about to shoot one of Danny's pretty little windows. No, not the windows. Not the windows. So instead he turns the gun to her, but Cliff gives him a little pound in the face. And down he goes. (laughs) And Cliff, of course, is, look, just stay put. Talk to me. It's easy. All you do is open and close your mouth and words come out. And they begin their their crazy talk, nefarious oddity, wait here, even. And he's like, all right, shut up. <laughs> Pounds him <mode>. out. <laughs> trying to have a conversation here. Okay, now let me get this straight. <laughs> and he's got his arms folded. That's a great panel. I love that one. Oh, just... totally. <sighs> okay, tell me what's going on before another one of these yuxes gets up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> totally. He's got his very most expressive robot face on there. <laughs> And we flash away to space or some dimension somewhere. Yep. It's like, uh, I don't even know how you describe it. It's like little buildings and silos poking up all over, I don't know. It's kind of like an asteroid or something. Yeah, some sort of cylinder thing with arms and stuff. I think it's a ship of some sort. I think so. It's uh, certainly inventive. It's foreshadowing for future events. Yes. All right, so someone on this ship is like, well... And someone else says, I have been in communication with the cage itself. The pupa is ready, but there is a suspicion that several geomancers of the kaleidoscope have arrived ahead of us. Ooh, they're talking about the pupa. That would lead me to think that maybe they're talking about... What's her name? Red. Rhea. Rhea. Rhea Jones. Yes. And indeed they are. Yes. So we take a look inside and we've got some really super thin dudes with... They kind of look like the planet Saturn for their head, except instead of rings, they've got like a... A trapezoid. A trapezoid going around their head there. Yeah. <laughs> very, uh, yeah, very slim and wearing cloaks. Like you do, That's if you're that what skinny. You do if you're that skinny. Because if you're that skinny, you're cold all the time. Totally, no body heat. <laughs> Especially <Exactly>. in space. <laughs> we are to proceed with the trawl as soon as we are within range. While waiting for you, I have invented a new kind of clock. It doesn't measure time, it collects it. So these two dudes are having a little conversation. I thought I might be able to sell it to the inhabitants of this planet. This, what is it called? You have me at a disadvantage there, as I find its name almost impossible to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> but there, that's what it looks like. Hmm. Nice magnetic field, says the other one, as we get a little shot of Earth. Which is clearly super hard to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> and we head back onto Earth, where... In the, uh... The theater, I guess, where, uh... Danny was performing. <laughs> yep. Sarah comes in. Help! They're killing everyone. Men from nowhere. They're killing everyone. And one of the little uh, dancers starts singing. On mother's doorstep, I wandered the earth. And people are yelling for help. And this bearded dude is like, nowhere. Men. Not again. 
and we see him looking through the uh, the glass doors at one of the nowhere men shooting somebody, and uh, Crazy Jane has had enough. She's like, you leave these people alone, you hear me, you stupid looking jerk? And uh, bearded guy comes out and he says, nowhere. Men from nowhere. The mm. men from nowhere. Laymen from nowhere. Yes. <laughs> Des hommes de nowhere. <laughs> from French Canada. That's Poor right. France, I guess. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. And he's asking Dolores. And uh, we're not sure what that means just yet, but we'll get there. You want to try and kill me, huh? Says Jane as she's pointing a finger at the nowhere men. Go on, kill me, asshole. I've never been dead before. And bearded dude is like, no, that tear in his sleeve. Don't look into it. That's where they keep the tea room of despair. <laughs> Sounds very Monty Python. That's right. That would be any tea room, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true, yeah. She's like, what? The tea room of what? But it's too late because, of course, she has looked into the sleeve and the tear. And now she's all hypnotically zoned out for a little bit. And we go into the tea room of despair and we see a lovely waitress whose head is, well, her face is upside down. (laughs) Her hair is where it belongs and her chin is where it belongs, but the rest of her features are all... Flipped around. Yeah, yeah. Would you like something? Tea? Cakes? We have everything except hope. There is no hope. We are shadows stumbling through the endless freezing dark of existence. Empire biscuits? (laughs) All is futile. We try to impose meaning on the chaos of being, but there is no meaning. Would you like some fairy cakes? (laughs) We cultivate a pointless optimism. As our bodies decay and disintegrate towards the grave. We hope for the future, but in the end, we come to dust. In the end, even the stars are extinguished, and entropy reduces everything to a valueless nullity. Nullity. We cannot win. We cannot break even. We cannot even stay out of the game. There's no hope. There's no escape. We are alone with this endless horror. Oh my... (laughs) And after all that, Jane just gives a great big smile, a big grin, and she's like, that's okay. I like it here. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody can deal with all that kind of thing, it's somebody that's in Jane. Totally, totally, totally. She's she's like an iPhone. She's got an app for that. (laughs) Absolutely. It's it's a a, personality for that. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, she's an iPhone way before they were even invented. Yeah. (laughs) All right, that, of course, does not go over well with the uh, Nowhere Man. He's like, and he's groaning, and his, is that his head? It blows off. Youch. Youch, youch. And Cliff is, how did you manage to do that? She's like, I didn't do it. It was the Sin Eater, miserable old cow. <laughs> Where'd that man go? He was here a minute ago. Never mind, says Cliff. Did we get them all? Did we get... Did any of them get away? You mean Mr. Elbows on the table? The big man with the strange eyes? Yes. Crazy Jane is like, yeah, where'd he go? Of course, we've got one last nowhere man waiting in the shadows. And he pulls out his little nowhere gun. 
And while Sarah's explaining that Beardy Boy probably went back into the cabaret, uh, Nowhere Man squeezes the trigger. And Crazy Jade's like, look out, look out. But it's too late. It looks like Sarah has been shot. Ooh, no. That's not good. Danny's... Also put a, crin- a crinkle in your dance step. Totally. Totally. Danny is having a tough time with that. We see uh, Sarah on the window pane, and we see is that smoke, a ginormous steam from the uh, subway forming her name. And uh, <laughs> we've got passersby like, oh my god, now what's happening? Maybe I will take the subway next time. <laughs> As Now, is that, does the street just vanish? Is that what's happened there? Yeah, that's what's going on. Danny I just has, decided to take off to see if we can do something. That is right. Alrighty, so we are at the home of Mr. Jones, and he is working on the Necker Cube, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Honey, honey, what are you doing? Well, what does it look like? I'm making a new delirium box. I wore out the old one, gestating the last batch of men from nowhere. And just look at how they turned out. Useless! I shouldn't have done it. They were just bad, cheap copies of the real thing. And his wife says, this flower won't stop screaming. (laughs) (laughs) While the laugh track continues in the background. Yeah. Next time I won't be so dumb. Next time I'll get on the shivering phone to the ant farm and call in the real professionals. So he's finished off his uh, cube there. Now let's see how those filthy quirks stand up to a face full of this. But I'm warning you, don't look at it. He says as he shoves her face out of the way. I can't look at it. (laughs) Darren. Darren, I've been thinking. (laughs) I don't have any eyes. (laughs) For Pete's sake, honey, what have I told you about thinking? You just leave that kind of stuff to me. (laughs) Okay, but uh, I think I heard the neighbors talking about us. I mean, you don't suppose we might be just a little bit quirky ourselves? (laughs) He's like, what a dumb thing to say. We're normal, that's the whole point. We're normal, decent Americans. I don't know what's gotten into you, honey, but when I get back, I'm going to have to use the love worms, too. (laughs) And he looks out of his house, and he's like, oh, my God, we're on Danny the Street. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Danny's bringing the fight home. That's right. Love worms. Woo. I don't even want to know. (laughs) It doesn't sound like they would do the things you think they should probably do. (laughs) Hey, baby, let me show you my love worm. Oh, no. (laughs) Yuck. He's like, well, there goes the neighborhood. And (laughs) Danny breaks his window and sends it flying right at Mr. Jones with a... uh, As he shapes the letters into the word bastard as it cuts into pieces. (laughs) Ow. Smarts, he says. And Cliff wanders over. Hey, something's happening, but uh, you don't uh, know what it is, do you, Mr. Jones? And he holds up his little delirium cube. Quirks, more quirks. Well, how do you like this, freakos? What can you see in the delirium box? Cliff's like, this is a joke. There's nothing there. (laughs) I love Cliff again. What are you talking about? (laughs) You got a little paper cube on your hand there, buddy. (laughs) However, Crazy Jane looks at it. She's like, it's so big. Space. Cliff's like, what? (laughs) That's so small. How does it fit together? 
How does it fold back on itself? And uh, Rebus is also having a tough time with it. He's having mm-hmm. vertigo, head of spinning windows, cobwebbing through the brain. System, the hours I spent haunted by windmills. And uh, I think we've lost Scott. But that was quick. Uh, <laughs> I hit mute and uh, I was going to cough and then I hit hang up. Oh. <laughs> there you go. We didn't lose Scott. He lost us. It's the nowhere cube. <laughs> That wasn't that wasn't falling off. That was uh, jumping off. That was right. That was the uh, the jump. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like two of the Doom Patrol is uh, entranced by the cube, and Cliff is just he's got no clue what's going on. What are you talking about? Must be those robot eyes. Yes. Sarah, however, is able to get up, and she's like, "Rain, look, rain from nowhere." And Beardy Boy is like the weird floating puddles. I knew they were real. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And Mr. Jones is thrilled by this. Look at you, you sick weirdos. You're out of my box. (laughs) Cliff is like, ah, yeah. The way it never seems to stop shaking. (laughs) I understand. I think I... He's kind of holding his head, and Danny says, It's okay, I'll take care of everything. And he uh, opens up the ground and drops Mr. Jones down into the sewers onto a great big comfy chair. Yay! <laughs> and as he fell, he lost his delirium box. Oh, no. Where's my box? But some uh, fancy dude in black leather and with a... What is that? He's holding a key, I guess? Or, oh, is it is it a monocle? I'm not sure. It's a little big. Yeah. Anyway, some fancy-schmancy guys like, we're not alone. Please do come in. Those pants have got to go. He's like, <laughs> Mr. Jones is, don't you touch me. You think you can <laughs> infect me, don't you? Well, let me tell you, buddy, I'm normal. And then we get the... Uh, the cabaret host, the uh, MC. All right, a volunteer from the audience. It's easy to see your game for a giggle, sir. <laughs> and Mr. Jones is like, just keep away from me. And the blonde guy is, we can't tell a thing without your wig. As far as I'm concerned, you're only half-dressed. Love it. <laughs> so, where do you come from, sir? I know where you're going. I'm warning you, the real man from nowhere will gut you and split you and... Then we get, like, a bit of a blackout, and all we hear is Mr. Jones saying, What are you doing to me? What are you doing to my shoes? <laughs> Stop it. What are you putting on my face? And they're like, White. White's the color of our carpet. Don't be a spoil sport, sir. It's just a bit of fun. Anyway, we're taking you home. <laughs> little queer eye for the straight guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, looks like Mrs. Jones is entertaining a visitor. <laughs> and she's bringing the visitor in to see her husband. Mm. Darren's in his den. I know he'll be so pleased to see you. He talks about you all the time. That's odd. The lights are out. Darren, are you there? It's your boss. He wants to... Oh, Darren. (laughs) (laughs) And we get to see Darren, and he's in garters and fishnets and little black canary boots and a little black... Dragging it up. Yeah, totally. A beautiful blonde wig and some lovely makeup. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, oh my gosh, Mr. Fi Mr. Spine, 
I can explain everything. Hmm. He's so worried about normal. Meanwhile, his boss, Mr. Mr. Spine, has like a lava lamp for a head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Totally normal. <laughs> Alrighty, we zoom back to Doom Patrol. And uh, Cliff is talking to Sarah. He's asking if she's okay and he can take her to a hospital. She's like, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. It's Danny. Is Danny all right? What happened to Mr. Jones? And uh, we get, like, uh, one of those marquee light things and they flash on to, he was fired. <laughs> and, wah, wah. Yeah, that's right. He won't be, uh, he won't be the arbiter of anything normal for a little while. Yeah. And the bearded guy wanders over and he says, I remember. They made me forget, but now I remember. Don't you remember me? Has everyone forgotten the Pentagon horror? Don't you know who I am? I'm Flex Mentalo. And he uh, flexes. <laughs> the legendary Flex Mentalo. Man of muscle mystery. Bum, 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 bum. Yes. What now? Says the little uh, caption box as we zoom back to Doom Patrol headquarters. This is what's now. We see Rhea lying in her little coma. And we see the spacemen. I hope we're not too late. Don't be ridiculous. When have we ever been late? <laughs> They're like those chipmunks from... Uh, yeah. <laughs> from Looney Tunes. And Dorothy Spinner is having a little Coke and pizza. She's watching TV or something. And then she gets a... She gets a bad vibe. She's like, uh-oh. And Rhea... <laughs> She turns she turns out black and crispy and light starts bursting out of her pores. And uh Re or Dorothy doesn't think this is a good thing. <laughs> she goes running to find the rest of the team. She wants the chief and she wants Joshua, Professor, Mr. Clay. Hurry, come quickly, hurry, hurry, it's Rhea Jones. And as uh, as we see her body cracking open, now we see some little musical notes and some white hands kind of bursting out of her chest. Her brainwave thing just went crazy, says Dorothy. And uh, they all wander over and they look at it and uh, Dorothy doesn't know what she's, what's going on. She's she's worried it's all her fault. And uh, Joshua, he uh, takes a look at Rhea and he says, Rhea, is that you? And she's now uh, all silhouetted with lots of light behind her and a great big green eyeball on her chest. And uh, things are swirling around her. She's got pencil sharpeners and cutlery and a little bit of musical note. And that is where we end. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Next. Persephone. Huh. Hmm. All right. Well, at least she finally woke up. Yes. That gene bomb hit her pretty hard, I guess. <laughs> Takes longer to... Uh, Recover for some people. That's right. She, uh, she is, uh, she's better. <laughs> she's awake. We won't say she's better just yet, but she's awake. Alrighty. Letters page. Hmm. Looks like typical letters page. Yeah, yeah. We get our next issue blurb at last because you wanted to see it. Rhea Jones, ally Grant Morrison. <laughs> Rhea's going to become a pawn in a struggle between two warring alien religious factions in a story that will take the Doom Patrol into outer space. 
Excellent. Yeah, outer space. Because everybody has to go to outer space at least once. Totally. If you're going to be a hero team, you got to make it into space once. Once. It's obligatory. There's this outer space story and the <laughs> time travel story. Yes. The, uh, the fighting your exact polar opposite story. Right on. All those, those tropes. That's right. And this time, or next time, Doom Patrol will get to visit one of those tropes. Yay, tropes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All righty. That brings us to the end of another issue. Yay! If you want to throw any comments our way, you can wander over to our website, which is doompodtroll.com. Or you can send us a note to our email address, which is also doompodtroll at gmail.com. Yes, that would be good. Totally. And I think that's about it in the turn in the way of Doom Patrol-y stuff. We've I was gonna say I hoped we had had Doom Patrol news, but we don't really. We've, we've not seen, really. Nah, we've seen Danny the Street kind of pop up a little bit in Teen Titans, just playing a minor role as transport dude, and Beast Boy looks to be making an appearance soon. Well, I think he's made his appearance, but he hasn't really said much, and he's red. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I'm sure we'll learn a little more about him. Maybe next week. I guess that's when Ravagers comes out. But Ravagers is not really the same as Doom Patrol. However, that's true. However, maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, get some hints of what Beastie Boy is up to. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe not. <laughs> Whatever. We will see. Alrighty, that is it, folks. We will see you all next week. Bye bye.